0: Trumpeting Zion, sound it on the mountains. Go a trumpeting zion for the day on the Lord is come. Go a trumpeting zion, sound it on the mountain. Hey everybody, this is Brother Frank, and glad to be here tonight on the Remnant Call. Um this is uh well let's just get into prayer. Father, thank you. In Jesus' name, I pray that you'd bless this program. Uh, Lord, to your honor and glory, we thank you for all the blessings that you give, Lord. We ask this in Jesus' Yeshua, your Son's name. Amen. Folks, I got a lot uh, on my heart and my mind going on right now with the complexities that we are facing in this world. And I, I bring that up simply because... I don't think we understand just how intense this world is. I uh, I had a program a few weeks ago on artificial intelligence, and I, I just kind of scraped the surface, but there's some things I want to share with you tonight that that are troubling. And I want to start off with this verse in the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 23, starting in verse 30. It goes like this. Therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that steal my words every one from his neighbor. Behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that use their tongues and say, He saith. Behold, I am against them that prophesy false dreams, saith the Lord, and do tell them, and cause my people to err by their lies and by their lightness. Yet I sent them not, nor commanded them. Therefore, They shall not profit this people at all, saith the Lord. And when his people or the prophet or a priest shall ask thee, saying, What is the burden of the Lord? Thou shalt then say unto them, What burden? I will even forsake you, saith the Lord. And as for the prophet and the priest and the people that shall say the burden of the Lord, I will even punish that man and his house. Folks, this is the problem we are running into. People are stealing other people's words and that they say are from the Lord, whether it's a dream, whether it's the Bible, and I'm going to get into this in saying this is from God when it wasn't their words. It was somebody else. It's plagiarism is what it is. And there's plagiarism going around on all these end time remnant so-called programs out there. People watching other sites, listening to what they're saying. Listen, I've got no problem with a good idea. I've heard sermons that have inspired me to research and look into topics, which in turn have inspired sermons, but taking somebody else's words and claiming they're our own or taking somebody else's words and claiming the Lord told you this or these false lies—that that is what's going on in this world. What scares me even more is that with the advancement of artificial intelligence? I don't know if you've any of you. I'm sure some of you have. You've messed with the the Open AI, the Chat GPT uh, program. Um, it's taking the world by storm. It's scaring Google to death because they're afraid that they've they've seen this enhance this advancement uh, that it's scaring them. That they can't compete with it. And here's the thing. It's only been updated to 2021. They're go, they will do further updates with more information that will make it even more ridiculous. It scared Elon Musk to death that he's trying to create a counter uh, um, engine to it uh, so that they can try to compete with it. People are using it as its new Google. They're writing all their documents. Kids are now writing school papers out of chat GPT. I uh, personally have, um, well, I told you I'm not a social media guy. I've only have stuff for this program, but I do have LinkedIn for work. I don't have my personal information out there. I don't even have my face on my own company's webpage um, because I'm a very private, secure person. And I don't believe in putting myself out there, but I have to recruit for new employees. And LinkedIn is the best place to put out job applications. So I I have to use it. Well, the other day I did a test. I did a post on uh, our LinkedIn work page on the company's page. And I did a completely uh, AI generated uh, topic and an AI generated image on there. All of it to do that. to And then talk to some people and tell them, say, look, I, I didn't do any of that myself. That's all AI. And the reason I'm bringing this up is right now is a couple things. One, we have pastors now that are getting their sermon materials from AI. Well, that's devoid of the spirit of God, isn't it? Uninspired words supposedly from God, but they are coming from an artificial intelligence. Now, this is the, in, the incredible thing. Even Even Elon Musk, I was reading there, talking about open AI, he said, this is scary good, meaning he understands what they are about to cross a precipice on. I was in a meeting the other week, and they were talking about how how there's been artificial intelligence, but what happened about eight months ago was unbelievable. And it is back to the prophecies in Daniel that knowledge shall be increased. Folks, we are doubling, tripling knowledge so fast, so quickly now. It is outrageous. And now we've got pastors using artificial intelligence to bring words to their parishioners. And we've got people that are geeking out on it. I'm in uh, peer groups, you know, I travel around the country. And all, today I had a meeting with our peer groups. You know what we did? They had 30-minute breakout sessions to discuss how everybody can use AI to enhance their business. And, folks, where it, it looks appealing, and I'm not going to lie, it's attractive because you can literally fill your website full of content within minutes. Uh, just, it's it's unbelievable. At the same time, I have been looking at this closely and messing around with what it can do and understanding that the power of this AI is so intense and that the first initial releases, they're trying to show something that's kind of balanced, you know? So uh, a friend of mine's, um, uh, my, a friend of my father's had it write an article uh, from a religious perspective on a particular topic why this was not true. It came back with a convincing article against why this was not true. It said, Now write me an article why this is true. And it wrote equally a convincing article. The reason I bring this up is they are trying to hook us into this AI in such a way that when they release now a more corrupted version for the public that is now bent and slanted towards their beliefs, their political beliefs, their religious beliefs, that people will be so dumbed down, so idiotic that they will not think with their own brains anymore, and the artificial intelligence will replace their own intelligence. Folks, this is so outrageously here it's not even about is it coming in the future i'm telling you it's already here and it will advance so quickly that it was going to blow your mind it is going it is taking the world by storm right now and it is going to continue to increase and think about it folks that's what was released to the public imagine what's behind the scenes right now that they know of imagine what's out there working behind that you don't know of okay, that is going to change the world. And so people will be able to say, hey, this is what's from the Lord. The truth is it's from an artificial intelligence, which that artificial intelligence can be backed by satanic intelligence. And satanic intelligence infused into this is going to be the downfall of human society. And people are going to be running around like drones and zombies and calling this church. It's disgusting. It's dangerous, and it's so utterly close. And God hates it. And we've got to be aware of it. And and I'm, folks, just to be tro- totally transparent with you, it's so attractive from the standpoint of we can do work so much quicker. We can put stuff in. I, listen, I I was testing having it write uh, PowerShell scripts for me, and it was it was scary accurate what it can do. But I've been trying to warn people, even people and customers and job sites, this is going to be the downfall of our society it is going to change our society forever i've got guys i know of that are company owners in the in the managed service space world it companies that are so excited because they can they don't need as many employees to do things they can do things without this do, do you see where we're going without needing your help we will replace jobs it will re, it will replace um Things that we took humans to do to be powered by machines and people become these addicts to this constant information hits and knowledge. It is absolutely out outrageous and folks here's the thing that's so difficult to understand especially when it comes to the artificial intelligence image generations that go on so i didn't even know this the other day when i was wanting to do my test of generating some content based on ai only and ai image i didn't even understand some of this stuff i uh there's a program called discord i didn't even know that's how out of touch i am personally and i had to ask my my youngest daughter, she's almost she's uh eight gonna be eighteen here. She's like, Yeah, dad, that's a chat. She's not on it, but and she's not on social media either. I don't let my kids get on that. Um, but she's like, Yeah, that's a chat, kids use it and stuff right now. And but it's got an AI bot built into it. Um, from uh mid journey, I think it is. Yeah. And so I went in there and I I, just, I had to learn how to use it to try to generate some images with it. I was watching people generate nonstop image after image after image after image. Folks, I'm, I'm just trying to prove a point here. Our society is so far advanced down the path of destruction that we don't even see it coming. Listen, we're on the precipice of war. We're on the precipice of the absolute collapse of the economy. We're on the precipice of all these things, and yet people don't even see it coming. See, the mistake is, is that everybody thinks that Jesus is coming as a thief in the night, which he is, but only to those who are not watching. Okay, for us that watch, he's not coming as a thief in the night. We are prepared. We are looking. We are watching. But as the more I see this AI in the way it is taking everybody by storm, a friend of mine, we were laughing at another friend of ours in our peer groups because he thinks he can run his whole company this way. And it was ridiculous. But that's the mindset of people. And when your pastors, I had an employee telling me that one of their parishioners came to their pastor at their church and said, hey, would you mind preaching a sermon if we had AI generate it? And they were, she was kind of laughing and thought that was a little bit funny. And I was like, that's horrible. That's devoid of the spirit of the living God. Who would even consider that? That's when I started researching and looking in to do our pastors actually doing this, folks. It's not just that. It's in the media that you hear. And what's behind those images, as I was talking earlier, folks, if you don't believe that they have the ability to embed messages into, into images, you've, you're, you've lost it. And you can be manipulated just by looking at looking at images with embedded messages that you can't even see with your naked eye. Yet your brain can your subconscious can pick it up and manipulate whether you are hungry. Whether you're thirsty, whether you want a Big Mac for McDonald's, whatever it is, or maybe whether you want to vote a certain way. Maybe you want to vote Democrat now and you've been a Republican. Maybe you want to you know support different lifestyles, but you were conservative and believed that only marriage was only between a man and a woman. But now all of a sudden your mind is open because you've been seeing things that are implanting images into our brain in order to cause us to think differently, to think in satanic methods and, and, and to manipulate our current long-held biblical foundation in belief systems. Folks, this is dangerous. And I know this This is a—the remnant call is about drawing you closer to the Lord. I am trying to warn you right now, by in the name above every name, Yeshua Jesus, by everything possible— That your God wants you to follow him and that this stuff will lead us down such a dangerous path. And if you allow it to consume you, it may ultimately kill you. I'm not necessarily talking about physically, but that may, who knows what will happen, but spiritually you will die. Because when your brain is allowed to be, to when you start to look at something as this is easier, this is the way I can do it, I can do now all these things without even thinking. Next thing you know, you don't check things out closely. You begin to take stuff in that you never would before and your mind begins to change and you start to go down a false path. It, it this is like the movies as kids we never thought could happen ever that it was so science fiction, it is here. and it will be more intense and more intense eight months or so ago when ai took this massive leap and changed it started a trigger kind of like that old saying you you know the the, the you know my granddad is telling the story you know about my uncles when they were young. He's like, look, you know, tell my uncles that if you go out and you get a you pick up one barrel of rock for every rock, we'll start every barrel, I'll start you at a penny and I'll double it every time. And they were like, What? So you pick the first barrel, you get two pennies, you know, after you, you know the second one you have to two, then the four and then four, then eight cents, and eight and six. Once they finally started figuring out that they actually would hustle and hurry, they could have made a fortune. But by then, by the time they figured it out, it was too dark and they ran out of daylight. That's what I'm talking about. Before you know it, within a short period of time, you can turn a penny by doubling it. Every single time you increase in knowledge, you can take that. Before you know it, you're increasing so fast that it's becoming unbearable, un, unable to keep up with the advancements of technology. That's why they have machines now that fix machines. Because yes, the programmers had to write the language, but it's so much combinations of so many different things and so many different fixes that they have to put it all into a program because one person cannot figure it all out. So you have to use machines to fix machines because the intelligence has become beyond our human brain and how fast we can calculate it and keep up with so many computations. It's going Berserk, And I cannot emphasize it enough. Now, listen, last week was a powerful show by Brother David Murray about the love of God. And folks, it's time we back out of the technology and we start getting extremely serious about what's going on. Folks, I'm here to tell you, even these Watchmen programs are getting dangerous when they are not filled with actual spiritual content from the living God, but instead are filled with other people's content that they've either stolen or they're trying to sell you another book after book after book after book. Listen, I have no problem with a good book. I support all the books Brother Benjamins wrote. Love them. I recommend everybody read them. But there are people who they sell stuff all the time in their ministries, and it's nothing but a money-making, profit-making adventure, and you need to stay away from that stuff. I was asking a friend of mine why this particular group always did all these virtual conferences, and he said he had found out that the amount of money they made on this was so outrageous that why would you want to even go back to being in person when you can just do them virtually and just rake in the money? Folks, these are basically money changers in the temple, and this stuff is all over the place, and it is becoming powered, it will become more empowered by AI and to where AI, or I should say satanic, uh, you know, it's, it's an artificial, but it is satanic intelligence because it will be programmed by people who are following another master. We must be awake in this hour. Now, I know I've been ranting about this for quite a while, and it's only because I am so intensely serious about it. It brings me back to this verse in the Bible. You see, when you have been bathed, in nonstop piles of information hitting you with lies from the left and the right about what's right and what's wrong when a pure word of God comes along a word of God with clarity and crispness about it and it flies in the face of of this demonic intelligence that we are facing many people often those who were even staunch believers at one time will become offended because their entire paradigm of what is right and wrong has been utterly hijacked. And it all comes back to 2 Thessalonians 2 chapter, or, or verses 10 through 15. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth that they may be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. Now, the interesting thing is, the scary thing about this is, is that when you read this verse closely, the reason God sends strong delusion, right, is because they love not the truth. It says, and with all deceivableness of unrighteous in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they may be saved, and for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Now, God doesn't send the lie. Be clear on that. But God sends them the ability to believe the lie. Why? Because they don't love the truth. They don't love it. And I know there are times people get angry when I speak on certain topics here because their belief system was brought up the whole life to believe that one day they may fly away or whatever these things before anything bad happens. Listen, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because people get so angry with me today. But the truth is, is I know you've been taught a certain way your entire life, but truth is still truth, regardless if you've been told it's truth. If it's a lie, it's a lie. And the fact is God's people will be here through this tribulation and he will keep them and protect them as he did with Noah and the ark. Father, I pray that you not take them from the world, but keep them from the evil. Don't take them out of the world. That God will be here with us. That's the truth. Sorry if I butchered that verse up. But the fact is, is that that's what's going to happen. And I know many people have been taught differently. And so God says, that's fine. If you want to believe in these different things or LGBT, and I'm not saying everybody believes that's going to hell, I'm not talking about that, but there are people embracing in their churches or in whatever that these alternative lifestyles, if that, that's the correct way. And if you want to believe that fine, here's the strong delusion. You can believe a lie. This is the scariest part of the verse though. And that's in verse 12. That they all might be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. That's God. That's not the devil. That's saying God saying that they he's going to send strong delusion because they don't love the truth that they may be damned and yet he still will have no pleasure in it because God is fair and he's just and he's true. And if this is what you honestly want, then you can have it. But the same is true on the opposite. If you don't want that, you can have the truth. It doesn't mean you know all the truth, but it means when you're confronted with truth, you're willing to be like a Berean, study it out, and see if it is actually true. The most dangerous thing you can ever do is take everything that your pastor told you growing up as gospel, biblical truth. If you've never tested it through reading the word and prayer and seeking your heavenly father's face, there's no way. And you don't know what kind of lies that you could have been taught. God is going to have his day of justice. And artificial intelligence is the devil's way of getting his revenge. Because there are two intelligences: There's an artificial and there's a spiritual intelligence. And being plugged into the spiritual intelligence that's from God is what's going to protect us from the artificial satanic intelligence that's out there right now. You know, God knew that this was going to happen thousands of years ago. And so you look at the scriptures in 2 Corinthians and listen to what it says. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh." For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringeth into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and having a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. You see, God knew this was going to happen. So he says, you know what you need to do? And this can only be done through the Spirit of God. It's time we take over by God's power the thoughts in our mind and bring them into captivity and have a readiness to revenge all disobedience meaning we're sick and we're tired lord we don't want to walk contrary and we are going to revenge that we're going to begin to walk in your ways and we when a thought comes into the brain that's against you lord we're going to cry out and we're going to seek you i'm david wilkerson taught me something years ago so many years ago the most powerful thing ever about how to run to god in your mind I I think I shared this a long time ago on the Remnant Call. I remember um, being um, newly in the in the faith of turned around to the Lord. And I'd been converted. And I remember the devil would try to send me on a job site and be tempted. And when I'd lived a horrible life of adultery and everything else, and a woman would be inappropriately dressed. And I can remember that I would see her dressed that appropriate. But before I would allow my mind to go there, learning from David Wilkerson's and by the guidance of the spirit of the living God, I would run into the bathroom, drop to my knees, and I would pray, God, deliver my mind from any wicked thoughts. And you know what? He was always faithful. When a bad thought would come into my mind, I would sometimes have to close my eyes and I would start singing hymns. Sometimes I might not even say, I might just sing, Jesus loves me, this I know. You know, I would sing whatever. I would just start singing a spiritual hymn and God would take that from me. And over time, you begin to build up this wall of spiritual uh, fortress around you of faith that is able to combat this. But by learning to run to God in your mind, see, the problem is, is when we foster the thought and we let it grow, then we lose the battle. But folks, if you will start running to God immediately, first instance that there is a thought that's unpure coming into your mind, run to your God, run to your God in your mind and he will give you victory. Good versus evil folks has been going on forever. This is, this is the great fight that's been going on since, since the fall of humankind. But the Bible is very specific in giving us instruction as believers in Ephesians four twenty six 26 and 27. Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down on your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. So how do we combat what we do to fight against these things? We don't give a place to the devil in our mind. Instead, we do battle and we do battle by running to the Lord immediately in our mind. Folks, God has provided a way for us to escape this intensity that's going on. I cannot even express to you how bad it is. It is farther. And the reason I'm trying to tell you how that you might go on to chat GPT and say, this is amazing. I can tell it to write me a compensation plan out for our employee and how to do it. And it'll do all those kind of things for you. But folks, when I see Literally, it was the only app. I think one million people subscribed in a day, or so, I don't know something ridiculous. No, but nothing had ever hit such things. When you see a portion of society running at such a fast paced pace towards AI, you better look out, because what's coming down the pipe, and what's already here, is beginning to influence in the most dangerous ways we could ever imagine. We need to embrace that spiritual intelligence that God has given, given us, you know, first Jude. I love this. It's my favorite, one of my favorite books in the Bible. First Jude, there's only one chapters in Jude, Jude one, one through three. I want to read this Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and the brother of James to them that's sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called. Now, Jude is writing to us as believers, okay? This is a book to us specifically as believers. Mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend, for the faith once delivered unto the saints. Now Jude is giving very specific instructions that we are to contend for the faith that is once delivered that was once delivered unto the saints. The reason he's saying that, it goes on in verse 4 for there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. And so he goes on to tell us that there are people who've come to church who've turned grace into lasciviousness or licentiousness, basically a license to sin because of grace. And, and he goes on through the, <coughs> excuse me, the whole entire book of Jude about all these things that are going on from angels and fallen angels and Cain and Sodom and Gomorrah, all the things that we're facing today, right? That's going on in this world. And he says, though, in the beginning in verse three, that the only way you can combat this, the only way we can combat the evils of what's going on right now is we must contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Now, remember, the Lord would have never inspired Jude to write this if it were not possible to have that kind of faith. We know that Jude is writing this epistle to, to the church, to his believers, and the way he starts out with the book, he knows know it's for us only here as a special warning to the end times that we must earnestly contend for the faith once delivered to the saints. Now I looked up for fun. The why King James Version chose the wording that it did. And the words which completely line up with what the original with the meanings, but it they use the word contend. And the eighteen twenty eight dictionary is amazing, Noah Wester, because you can find out what the words meant when they when they translated the King James Version. It literally means this to strive to use earnest efforts to obtain or to defend and preserve. What Judas is saying is we need to strive for the faith. We need to go after this thing with everything we got. This kind of faith is not unobtainable, folks. It's there for the taking. But we must strive, meaning we must put effort into this. Well, I'm not talking about salvation, folks. That is a free gift. But as seekers of the Lord, we need to put effort into seeking him. You would put effort into a loved one, into a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever it may be. You would put effort into showing that person that you love them, that you wanted to be with them, that you wanted to find out the things that that were important unto them. You put effort to be with them. God, we need to put effort and strive and go after this because God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So why is Jude so concerned? Because he knows the only way we can overcome and get through this hour is by striving or contending for the faith Once delivered to the saints. The Lord wants to know are we in this thing for real? Or are we just about sending up that prayer when we need God? Or do we see the hour that we're in, the intensity of it, heeding the warning that the only way through this hour is to seek our God with an intensity of a thousand suns? Now, I know that sounds outrageous, but folks, I'll guarantee you if nuclear weapons were heading this way tomorrow, If you knew that tomorrow was going to be the last day of the United States, that we were going to be attacked, and there's no way for you to get out here, I guarantee you, you would seek the Lord with everything you had. Everything. And God wants us to seek him now. And the reward of that, oh, folks, it's enjoying the love and the peace And the comfort of knowing that your God is with you. You see, when we seek the Lord with intensity and passion, he allows us to receive that peace and to be confident about the hour that we are facing, knowing that he will never leave us nor forsake us. But if we don't seek him, we lose confidence. We fret, we worry, we care, we get nervous when the truth is God does not want us to be like that folks last week, what brother David Murray was sharing about being in the love of our heavenly father, seeking him, allowing his love to be poured out upon us. It will also teach us how to love others. And when we love our God and when we love others, everything else will fall into place. That problem you've had struggle with, it'll go away. When you seek him, with all of your heart, he will add all things unto you. I didn't say a Mercedes Ben, I'm talking all things beneficial unto the hour that we are in, and to your eternal redemption. God knows what you need and he will take care of you. Folks, heed this warning, heed this message. I don't need you to buy anything from the remnant call. I don't need you to do anything like that. I'm asking you one thing. Seek your God. Seek him with all your heart. Seek him with everything you have and watch him pour his mercy and grace and love out upon you so that when you're going through this last days, you know who it is who's going with you. And when you don't have the courage to share Jesus with somebody, he will give it to you. And when you get afraid to share because you've never done that, God will help you to overcome. Folks, it's not always that we don't. Listen, I get nervous at times. I get, But you know what? By God gives me grace to overcome and to be victorious. Not because I have all the courage in the world but because I know somebody who does folks, I'm telling you, you are in the last days of this civilization. This is not a joke. This is not hyperbole. This is truth. We are in dangerous times. Technology is increasing so fast. Now it is the multiplication that we cannot understand the fathom of how fast it is increasing to the point. Where you won't even recognize this society. This is Brother Frank encouraging, pleading each one of you seek your God. The hour is short. This is the time. Don't wait another minute. You don't have it. God has a mission for us while there is still time in this world, and that is to share the everlasting gospel with a dying society. Get into the fight. Your Lord needs you in this hour. He needs your hands and your feet and your heart to finish this work on this earth. And let's get out of here. I'm so sick and tired of this place, but you know what? I want to make sure that I did everything I could to reach every family member and friend, neighbor, whoever it may be that the Lord puts on your heart. So that his kingdom will have more people. And I won't look back with regret because I didn't have an ounce of courage to share with somebody. God bless each one of you. Good night and shalom. Oh Israel rejoice. Oh, For the Lord your God has made you his divine. Has made you his divine. Lord, trumpet in Zion, sounding on the mountains. Lord, trumpet in Zion, for the day of the Lord is come. Lord, trumpet in Zion, sounding.